welcome to the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. I'm David Lorimer, co-editor of a new book, Spiritual Awakenings, Scientists and Academics Describe Their Experiences. It's published by the Academy for the Advancement of Post-Materialist Sciences and is available in paperback and Kindle editions. In this series of weekly podcasts, we'll be sharing the 57 original essays together with introductions and epilogue from my co-editor, Professor Marjorie Willicott. We hope you enjoy them. Hello, Michael Grosso here. Steps toward an animated worldview. I have awakened to a worldview beyond the dead materialism of uncritical everyday life. My awakening was gradual, punctuated by experiences that forced me stepwise to arrive at a form of animism I like to espouse, a belief in the primacy of consciousness and creative imagination. My worldview has been shaped by strange experiences. So in early boyhood, I had a knack for projecting myself into my own movie world. It was like a lucid dream, except that I was awake. I remember going off into my inner movie house while getting a haircut, sitting in a pew at church, or lying in bed before falling asleep. I was a frequent flyer to other worlds, but then lost the knack. But I found it again in a different form. Now I drew and painted my images. I made what's called art, and I still do it as my spiritual practice. These were some first steps in my higher education. I recall my first paranormal dream. A kid on the block I never spoke with is asking me to play ball. That was the dream. Outside after my dream, first off, I see that kid and he asks me, wanna play ball? I still remember that vivid dream, how it stretched my mind. I was six years old. A more dramatic dream much later, three of them in fact, I had of the near assassination of President Ronald Reagan in 1981. My ordinary sense of time began to melt after these precognitive dreams. And so did my sense of space when one day, my lover in Hampstead Heath, England, wrote to me that I appeared in bed with her at the exact time I was missing her with a vengeance. More than one incident showed me the link between love and telepathy, an experience that might salve the fear of loneliness. Telepathy increased my sense of living in a sociable universe. What stymied me was the belief that my consciousness, however magical and fascinating its properties, was nonetheless a mere byproduct of my mortal brain. Two things got me past that era. First was the hard problem, the insufferable difficulties of trying conceptually to reduce consciousness to brain states. Mind and brain interact, but are different kinds of reality. My mental identity is not reducible to my brain identity. The second was that my telepathic mind can bypass my brain and interact with other minds directly, unconstrained by space or time. 
If then our minds are not in physical space or time, why should they be destroyed by brain death? In fact, there's much evidence to the contrary. My own experiences were critical. For example, I was invited to spend a night in a haunted house in which nine people claimed to see or in some way encounter a particularly obnoxious ghost. So at two in the morning, I was awake on a couch reading and nothing was happening. Then a gong attached to the wall in the room where I was sitting rang. He's here, I thought. I stood up, grabbed and rang the gong. Same sound. <laughs> I was jubilant. The ghost just signaled me. But then this happened. Sitting back, I noticed in the corner of the room a rippling, semi-transparent human figure that suddenly came straight at me and enwrapped me. I tried to scream, he's here, but was paralyzed. It lasted one or two intense seconds. My conclusion, ghosts are really real. It was conscious and willful, the entity that hugged me. And yet to be hugged and silenced by a known nasty ghost tore open my mind a bit more. Time, space, matter, Bodily death may not be the impregnable barriers I once thought they were. Slowly, I learned in a tale of many steps that a new story and world picture was possible. How shall I put it? Certain experiences opened me to a more animated sense of reality. A UFO encounter five days before getting my PhD in philosophy from Columbia University introduced a cosmic element to the mystery play of my existence. A light entity appeared out of nowhere and danced outside my window in the sky in time with the music of John Coltrane, music that Jane and I were listening to. In fact, a third person on the roof observed the same light dance, which we discovered later on. The unknown visitor that night ignited my need to explore the outer limits of the possible. In light of these and other anomalies, it was goodbye to the reductive mainstream worldview. Moreover, politics, economics, and scientific technology have devised weaponry that threaten global annihilation. Worse still, they have created a vector of eco-technical force driving us toward climate apocalypse. The 2021 UN panel on climate change concluded, we must change the way we live on earth or endure unmitigated disaster. Change the way we live on earth? In short, a philosophical revolution. Animism is primal humanity's perception of nature. As far as I can see, a more complete animation of human consciousness is the only way to get out of the habit of killing each other and destroying our mother earth. 
All the latent, magical, mystical, and empathic powers sleeping fitfully within need to be awakened and called to action. The extraordinary phenomena point to new ways of being in greater harmony with each other and with our life-giving ecology. But how to pursue this exploration? I found that my brain was the dial and filter of my consciousness, not its producers. I was free then to invent methods of widening or contracting the mesh of my mental filters. This, I believe, is true for us all. We can, if we dare, learn to unlock the gates of our conscious life. We must, if we hope to evolve as a species, reanimate ourselves and our relationship to everything around us. All the skills and powers to perform this necessary miracle lie within us. Our extraordinary potential is real, wants and needs to be awakened and activated and set loose upon the world. Thanks so much for downloading the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. Do join us for the next episode.